Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? How are y'all doing? What's up, BK? Y'all feeling good? Feeling nice. More out. So I randomly get hit up on my Facebook Messenger by one of Mia's ex-friends. Oh, Lord. And she Damn just kind of slides in my DM. She, we, she has talked to me before. Maybe like, I don't know if it was like a... Um, Maybe like a couple of years. I don't know if it's a couple of years. It could be a couple of years. Maybe like a year ago. She had slid in my DMs and she just was giving me compliments about um, the... She had sent me a request and then started giving me compliments about the show. And um, But we never had talked before that and we haven't talked after that. It was no kind of... Um, no big deal. But me being a friend... Excuse me, I'm just waking up, so that's I'm like, <laughs> but um, um, me, me, and me are being good friends, and you know how we us seeing each other, you know, basically weekly. Mia has told me that their friendship has dissipated, and so I'm like, why is she sliding in my DMs asking for kind of like assistance a little bit? She's kind of asking. She started asking me about, um, you know, work. And so I already knew that Mia had told me that the friendship wasn't no longer. But I didn't know. Initially, I didn't know who she was. I, like, I, you know how you, somebody hit you up. And, and, well, for me, there's a lot of people that hit me up asking for shit. Because it could be trans stuff. It could be... You know, any kind of resources. Oh, I'm about to be homeless, so do you know any resources in South Carolina? You can tell it would be shit like that. Um, or, so, I didn't initially know who it was, so my immediate reaction, 
is whatever I know in my mind about what you're talking about, I'll respond to it and then I'll go to your page to figure out who you are. <laughs> mm. And so that's what I did. I responded to her like, oh, well, you know, answering her question. And then I went to who she was and I was like, oh, this is her. And I was like, let me hit up and see if they had became friends again. I basically was like, well, I'm not, once I saw who she was, I was like, well, I'm not really for sure where Mia and her relationship stand. I don't want to be treating her like she's Mia's friend. <laughs> not that, I don't know. It just, because of the tension, it's different if y'all just don't talk no more. Like it wouldn't know. You know, negative T's, but because it's negative T's, I feel uncomfortable. Does that make sense? So I was like, so I was like, well, let me hit up Mia and see if they are like <clears throat> done, done on some negative T's, or they just not talking right now, or whatever. Mia was like, mm mm. <laughs> She was like, she's being fake. <laughs> she don't even listen to the show. <laughs> listen, I used to ask her about the podcast. She didn't even, she wouldn't, she would pay it. So, girl. But, I mean, I told her that you, okay, so when we were cool, I was trying to lace her up with everything. Like, I helped her, um, I helped her go get her hormones when she couldn't get them prescribed from Dallas on the black market. Um, I showed her where to go get um, get them prescribed legally. I helped her. I was just trying to help her with her transition because I've seen a lot of myself in her. Or I just, and then I'm also a person that didn't have help when I was younger. Um, the only person I could really rely on was Diamond, but before Diamond. Only person I had to rely on was me, so I was like, if I, whenever I got the chance to return the favor, I'm gonna do so. So that's what I tried to do with uh, Mila, and um, it just went sour. It, it 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 started with her fucking a nigga I was dealing with at the time. That was before Z. We stopped talking. Okay, so let me not get into it. But yeah, we. I had again for like three chances and I almost scrolled the last time we stopped speaking. So I'm like, girl, I'm good. I feel like, you know, as you grow, um, things change and you do make mistakes when you're young, but it just, it just kept getting into it. And I was, um, I was at a point where I was setting boundaries and not just with like, um, not just with myself, because I, I'm trying to do the self-discipline thing, but with the people in my life, with the people I love. And um, I, I set boundaries with my sister, and then I set boundaries with her. I, I, I decided that my, my self-care was important as well as other people. And sometimes, um, as people who are, um, how can I say, like people who give, give a lot and really don't get a lot. And, and that's not something that I, I that bothers me because that, that's, I don't know. It does bother you. You can say it bothers you. It's not about, it's, a, it's about, it's not about um, 
that it it, it that the giving part bothers you. It's the, it's the reciprocation. Like it don't you don't mind giving, but when it's time for you to get, let me do that. And also know your boundaries when you're taking stuff too far, because there's a difference between you know me being generous and you being using me or you um you know thinking like I'm gonna drop my life for your life. That's when it kind of crosses the boundaries. And having having those boundaries is, I think it's healthy and smart. And I think, I don't think you should feel any kind of guilt like that. But I, I didn't, for me, I don't have anything to do with y'all situation. <laughs> so, but in my mind, just how my mind works, if you're not friends, if you're not friends with my people, I can't, I don't feel comfortable like helping and doing stuff for you and you know you get what I'm saying I don't feel like being a somebody that you can come to and ask questions about shit I feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. with that because you know my loyalty to my friends is a one I, you don't fuck with my friends it ain't no don't come talking to me mm -hmm. about nothing that's just kind of how it is don't come talk to me about nothing. Just do you. I ain't got nothing. I don't even know her. I only met her once. <laughs> and, you know, so, hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, I tried my best. Like, but, okay, so my whole thing was, but kind of like you, Diamond, like, I wanted to find, I wanted to build, like, a sisterhood with trans women, with other black trans women. And the competitive, the, the, having to compete all the time, it, it, which is something kind of what cis women do casually and in, in, in certain ways, but it just, it like, it gets overbearing for me. Like, very overbearing. Yeah. Anyway. You ever had a friend, Diamond? Huh? So you ever had a friend where like a trans friend specifically, where they got surgery, a certain type of surgery, and started acting like better than thou? Mm, or does it even have to be a surgery? Could it be like a level up? And, and when I say level up, like it could be um, a, a, a new pay grade, a, um, you know, advancement in your transition, or just different things that people feel like they're, they, they're getting... Um, closer to where they want to be. I, I haven't experienced that with my close friends because I advance my close, uh, my closer to me friends. Either they were already where they wanted to be, and I was coming up um, when I met them, so there wasn't much like change. It wasn't like ooh, they were here, and they said ooh, and then I'm catching up. They were all my gay mom was already you know, doing her thing already. So it wasn't about um, me. She's t almost 10 years older than me. So she was already kind of, she's very similar to our age difference. My gay mom is exactly the same, actually. And so she, it just was a different establishment that she already had. So there was no competing with her in regards to like transition shit. Now my f personal friends, um, my, I'm the ones who transition went a little bit faster. So we didn't, and I don't pooch about shit. And I help 
them along or you know whatever pooch what do you mean by that which i mean where i'm not i'm not a poocher i'm not a like a ooh i got my titties done before you <laughs> ooh i got you know you know i got this <laughs> i got that i'm not that type of person also certain things i don't value um so you can't pooch on me about like material shit cuz i don't really value shit like that like I remember my my gay mom, she um now she how she pooches on other people, not me, but she pooches on other people like about cars and houses and stuff like that. Um, I've always mm-hmm. been able to afford to get a house. I don't have one because I don't want the responsibility of it. <laughs> like so, so these things, um, especially later on, um, or I mean earlier on. So those things don't, um, I don't care about them. I don't care about them. And, and, I, and it's something in me. It's something like I've never done that. Like I've never, I, I, can tell, I can tell nice things, but like a bitch wearing labels, I won't notice. Like say a chick come in and she rocking, um, unless it's something visual. Like if, I, if you got on red bottoms, I can see that. But mm-hmm. like, it just all label outfit and this I, I that's not how i think like if you look fly it could be the cheapest shit that you got from a thrift store but if you look fly i'm i'm like damn she look fly just because you fly it ain't gonna be oh my god is that the new um louboutin is that the new burberry is that the new gucci is that the new you know <laughs> mark jacob i'm not gonna think like that so you can't really pooch on me about shit because i done seen some label shit that's ugly to me so i'll be like Mm-hmm. It's ugly. <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to think about it. So I can't really say I've been in a situation where my close friends were trying to pooch, but I have been in situations where, like, some girls who I'm not friends with were trying to pooch. Mm-hmm. But okay. especially about the silicone work and, like, we're getting implants and, and shit like that. It's just like anybody, it just that comes with the territory. And I knew that yeah. early on in my life, especially with the trans girls. But I had other things that I could say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot about me that I that was different from the girls in my community. And you know, I mm-hmm. could I could say a lot of things that could hurt their little feelings. So I was, I, was, I was like, yeah, you got all these labels for bitch you didn't graduate from eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, but, but can you read this book? Because <laughs> you can't. Oh or, um, or, you know, yeah, you got this fancy car, but you literally are a dolphin. Like, you literally are a meth head or a crackhead or a punkhead. Like, you literally... <laughs> like, you literally are a dolphin. <laughs> that just is functioning. Or something oh like God. that. Um, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really think of it as, you know, the tenderness that you should have around addiction. So when I was younger, there was a lot of stuff that I could pooch about. Or, you know, you didn't pay for it, you stunted it. <laughs> like you didn't pay for it, you wrote a check for it. So which we all write checks. So I could have wrote a check for it too. You know, we all something, bitch. So, you know, so like it's different if you know, 
you know, and see, I think my gay mom is the first one that I kind of respected like that because she was the first one with this regular, regular job that get, that was a salary that was coming in for her. And so had a house built from the ground up. So that level of adulting was mm. respectable for me. And so most of the girls that I grew up around, they weren't adulting like that. So mm. most of the shit they were doing was shit I was already witchcraft. doing. Yeah, witchcraft and which I was too. So it wasn't like, girl, I could have stunned it for a bag too. Like you it wasn't something that I would um mm. okay. I really would notice or pay attention to. And bitch, I was pretty, so you could <laughs> and so bitch, you can rock all the little ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You can wear all the, you gotta I can wear the the uh honey uh fucking you and sometimes you gotta be you know arrogant to these bitches if they trying to put on you like I can put on a fucking burlap sack and I'm still sickening bitch you still look like a honey a wolf <laughs> 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 honey you still whack so, you know I and then you know just shit like this I don't know. I just I I, I haven't had been able to be affected by somebody trying to pooch like that because I don't I don't respect um, some of the things that they liked I didn't like or and a lot of times some of their work was whack some people work they would go get their face done and it'd be like that didn't do you no good justice or they'll get silicone and from the wrong people and they shit be rocky and hard and their skin turning blue and black and it's lumpy and rocky and I'm like ooh well, that ain't something to be Ouch. proud of <laughs> Ouch. You know? or you know like I remember this one girl she had got implants a little maybe like two years before us and the the implants were beautiful the implants were beautiful but you ain't got nobody you ain't you know you look you built like Wendy Williams now cause you oh. ain't got this down there <laughs> so you know, and then eventually she did, but you know, it's just, it's just, you gotta, I never really experienced that. That's a long way of me saying it. I didn't experience it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you. So, and you know, I think, um, but friendships end. And I think that, sure. um, I think if, if you, if you have set your boundaries and it's time for them to end, then that's what it is. And you've you given it the best shot. What was that yeah. Pat Ben is it Pat Benatar? Giving it your best shot. Okay. <laughs> I, I just I really feel like like it's only sane to give people so many chances. Like Yeah. Like I can only like stretch myself out so long to I'm like girl this ain't, this is just a lie, girl. This you're, it's it's all the same. You're gonna do the same thing. Something cracks, something crazy is gonna trigger you, and we're gonna get into it. Or you're gonna be sneaky. I'm gonna have to pop you, and I don't wanna do that. Right. Not only that, but she fought your sister. So. <laughs> oh yeah, she fought sister, baby. So like, listen, you all are five six, and I'm five. No, she's five four, and I'm five seven, bitch. And she looks like, and I think she only weighs 120 pounds last time I checked, and I'm a whopping almost 200. I cannot <laughs> to put my body in a punch to her face. 
Yeah, that would be. Oh, yeah, she found my sister. It's going to be over. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's yeah. going to be over for you. It's yeah. over for you. Yeah, that's crazy. Baby. But, I, anyway. okay, so, stop the violence, right? <laughs> but I, I really, I honestly have not been checking for her. I haven't been thinking about her. I'm, I'm not a person that gets out like that. So, like, if she pop up, she pop up. If she don't, I'm really not thinking about it. But, like, if we have to, to be in the same area at the same time, I'm not even gonna argue with her. Mm. Yeah. That's just how I feel. That's mature. Bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not arguing with her. I'm gonna pop her. Like we don't have to discuss anything. <laughs> There's nothing that we need to talk about. So if we out y'all and I and I and I just pooch out of nowhere and y'all see a bitch getting dragged, that's what happens. All right. So, what's next? <laughs> Sorry. So, I just no, you're good. <laughs> so, me and Mia, me but and then Mia. I, her, I, I have mixed feelings too, but I really wanna, I really wanna wear her outfit. Just trying it for so long. <laughs> no worries. We both understand. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. But me and Neo was talking about, you know, she always be bringing up babies and stuff. And that scares me because I'm the one that got to carry it. So, well, I don't have to, but, you know. Wait, 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 ways, wait, wait. But I'm the only one that brings up children? No, like, you will randomly bring up the baby conversation. And not that I don't bring it up at all. Like, actually, this time when we talked about it, I think I'm the one that brought it up. You did bring it up this time. You be trying to paint pictures. <laughs> but it be the truth. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, so. But I'm, I'm getting, I'm starting to become an old bitch. I'm, a, I'm 30 years old. Well, I'm not. 30 is not old, but I'm getting old. Sweetie, sweetie, your, your clock ain't ticking, honey. Your stuff going, if you can make a baby, it's still going to work <laughs> for a long time, honey. <laughs> Right. So, I'm not so anything. I just I like to have. Oh wait, wait, wait! Pause, pause, pause. It's single de Mayo, so I got me some Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Because you know some stupid oh, people are avoiding it. Do you got the the Seven Up on the on the rim with the lime? 
I actually, what I do is I do Corona and I do some lemonade iced tea, little squirt juice that you put in it. And then some lemon juice that I put okay. on the inside of it. So it makes it sweet and sour and doesn't give it the late beer taste. But go ahead, Z. So y'all was talking about <laughs> baby making. So, you know, we always have this random conversation. So I was like, Mia, because I plan on getting top surgery soon. So I'm, I'm like, like next month soon. Yeah, like the next month after that, depending on if they're accepting patients and you know all these different things, like Thank how the schedule's looking. So, so I plan on getting it, and the reason why I've been like so back and forth about it is because I've been debating about breastfeeding because I know the benefits of breastfeeding. Like I've seen it through my niece. Just like how the babies get sick less often, how just their development is different. So I was like, Mia, <laughs> if I, when I get top surgery and we had a baby, would you let it suck on your breast? I think it would be cool if you let it suck on your breast to have that normalcy. And Mia was like, I'm not AFAB. I don't like Tate. I'm not about to. <laughs> I'm not about to see, I'm not about to have the baby suck on my titty. I was like, hmm, but that seems I've very read, weird. I know. <laughs> I've read, <laughs> I've read though, I've read, you know, in many cultures forever, there's been, you know, cause we all start off as female in the womb, hence the nipples. So there's been men, that <laughs> are able to lactate because they have a higher. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that uh, that people don't lactate. Like I remember when I was on hormones, I would lactate. Not enough to feed a baby. That just doesn't happen. And the point of the, the nutrients that the baby is getting is that is the breast milk. It's not just the act of sucking. So right. it's like that's why it's kind of weird. Like. I don't know, y'all. Ooh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to just rely on her titties for like feeding it. That would be strange. If we just relied on her titty milk. <laughs> that would be that would be strange. But I'm just saying, like, as far as the normalcy, she don't have silicone in her breast or nothing like that. So it's just something I thought would be interesting to talk about and like what are our thoughts what did you on say, it. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it just listen. There ain't no milk coming out these cities, and they not pacifiers either. It's not like that. It's really painful. I've heard cis women talk about it. Like, no, I don't just gums wear my nipples out <laughs> for no reason. I would be over that. Now, if I, you know, if I had some some milk coming out, then you know, wear it out. But like, you know, the result of them sucking on you, we have saggy titties, then I'm gonna have to go ahead and get implants. No, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not shaking nobody either. Dropping you off. I don't know. I don't know. That's just taking a little too far. But whatever, this y'all baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna just say I'm I'm 
I'm not saying she has to or I want her to. I'm just, you know, I was just playing with the idea because I've done research on it. I feel like, yeah, like, because there's been like, you know, history of men whose wives have died and stuff. And like, say the, the mom died during like not too far after the baby was born. The baby You're was triggering born. me. Don't get in breastfed. No, I'm just, I'm okay. Male body people. No, it was men. It was husbands. So anyways, so I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about the men that done this. So yeah. <laughs> where the right. mom died. So the, the real breasts were not accessible. Right, and then the babies rejected the bottle, so the dads would start trying to do it, and then, like, it would be something that could trigger, you know, the pituitary gland to produce more prolactin, and, you know, the more prolactin you produce is when, you know, you lactate, so it would trigger that just by from the baby sucking on that, and he he was able to lactate. So, like, there's been many things like that. And then there's been, like, uh, fathers in the indigenous cultures in, like, South America and stuff that have, you know, whenever the mom wasn't around, would comfort the baby by having the baby suck on their breasts or nipples. So, you know, in my mind, interesting. In my mind, I can see... Um... I can if if it was out if I was in y'all situation, I could see wanting to um, take time take turns feeding the baby in that particular position. I can see um, I'm not necessarily them sucking on my titty because I ain't nothing coming out. But if 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 something triggered and like what you're talking about, some random thing triggered where I was actually lactating, that would be interesting. I. I didn't know that that happened before, um, mm-hmm. but that's probably the extent that I would go. The extent of like if the if the, mm-hmm. if the breast milk was in a bottle and I was holding the baby in that position to feed her or feed him, um, I could deal with that. But just the idea, like it re- that reminds me of Handmaid's Tale. Like when Serena, <laughs> do y'all watch it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, when dude. Serena was. Put her titty in that baby mouth, and she wouldn't. For no reason. For no reason. Ain't no there. <laughs> but there's been there's been adopted mothers that have done that as well, and they've been able to, even though they weren't pregnant, they were something triggers there because you know we're still mammals. Something triggers it to start producing, oh. and then you can take. You can take medication to increase prolactin to start to lactate. What's the side effects? I don't know. <laughs> you know I don't mean, with no shirt on. No, I, mean, no I know. Wrong. What you mean, progesterone makes me lactate. Progesterone it makes me lactate, hmm. and but not enough to where, like, I'm like. Feeding no baby, he gonna start. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I remember, um, probably like in my only early twenties, if I would take my breast and squeeze it, mm. it would come. It would be. It would be like maybe like three drops would come out. 
like through like if wow. if I had to measure them, it'd be like three drops will come out and pour out. But that's about it. It ain't gonna be he gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't just try. To, I wouldn't just depend on it. Yeah, but I could see the fit, uh, and you know, it seemed like that that would be an enjoyable moment for me. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't, that's I, I don't know. <laughs> she thinks it's weird too, which I, I get. I understand. You put yourself in a certain box. I just feel like you, you're going to put me in boxes. Listen, my dysphoria is not set up to where I need, like, fake milk coming out my titties to, like, feed the baby. It's not fake milk. I'm, it's not fake. I'm saying, listen, listen, just listen to me. I'm okay, saying that, like, I've been around cis women after they done had babies and stuff, and to hear them complain about like stretch marks and their stomach and wishing and that the boy, the man and have the baby. And their nipple and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like I, in the postpartum and like, I, I think that it's a beautiful experience for any woman. Um, and you know, any woman should be able to have it if that is their choice. However, that's not something like, like I want motherhood, but without that part. <laughs> I know that's real. <laughs> mm, I don't agree you know, with just, that. I would want that. Just throw it on me. That's fine. I throw just, it I, all on me. It's not even that type of tea. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just, like it don't. Nothing about it sounds appealing. Like it sounds like I, I will. Okay, so I would want to bond with the child, the baby, of course, but. I just—it doesn't seem authentic. Well, it seems so fake. Because I'm a trans. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. But, but okay, so when you talk about um, cis men in in you know different cultures and tribes that have done it, okay, so I'm pretty sure you know that's something that's accepted. I'm not saying that it's not something that wouldn't be accepted here, and I have a problem with it, but. There's been a trans woman that was able to to lactate and feed a baby. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I think I definitely I I'm one that was able to yeah. lactate, but I ain't no mm-hmm. baby, and and wasn't no. I, now it'd be different. Now I don't. Basically, what I hear you saying is that there are incidents where, um, it would trigger the cis man to lactate. That I I never heard of that. I can't imagine that it's impossible, but um, it's happened. And I haven't been around babies while I was lactating to see if. Wait, I was. Yes, I was. Hmm. I wonder if that was what was going on. You think your hormones or something was triggered? Yeah. I do remember that the time that I was talking about that I lack was lactating was when my aunt Georgia had her twins. This was around that time. And I don't remember lactating that heavily. It wasn't heavy. Like, Ooh, I got some big jugs of breast milk. It wasn't like that. But when I could literally squeeze my titty and it could come out, I was around my aunt and her babies around that time. I was on hormones heavy. 
I was around her. Um, she had twins. And so the babies was around. I was helping her with the babies. I was around them all the time. And that was a time where I noticed that I was lactating. And, hmm. but any other time that I was on hormones heavy, it, I wasn't lactate, lactating like I was then. So maybe, I don't know. Because come to think about it, that was around the time that, that I was around it, but it wasn't enough to feed nobody. It was, they were going to be orphan babies. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I think it would be cute, like, you know, maybe to do it if you were lactating and, um, like, I don't know, to rock the baby to sleep, maybe. After you, of course, you know, of course, there's biological differences like AFAB pregnant people, are, their prolactin will always be 10 times higher than, you know, just a normal AMAP person that's, you know, not having not pregnant or not having a baby, you know, there's those differences. But I will say what changed my perspective on pregnancy because it was something that scared me all the time, still does, but what scares me about it is, you know, my vagina just ripping like that, but like, that's what scares me more than anything, but... Um, but you can eliminate that. You can just get a society. True, true, but, <clears throat> you know, sometimes that don't always, sometimes you can plan for that and that don't happen, but what did change my perspective is I was talking to one of my old cis woman friends and, you know, I was talking to her about pregnancy and, you know, what she went through and stuff. And she was just saying, like, um, what changed her perspective on it is that she can protect the baby in a way that no one else can. So that bond is special. And I think that's what make, that will make it special for me if I were to get pregnant. You know, you have to watch what you eat and, you know, you're literally, I, I would literally be the vessel. You know what I mean? So, and I would protect it in a way that nobody else could. So I thought, you know, that alleviated a lot of dysphoria as far as pregnancy. If any other trans men are interested, you know, just a tip that I thought about. Mm. But I think that's an interesting. I never. That's an interesting conversation that I never thought about. Uh, yeah, I just I never thought about that. The nuances that will come with taking care of a child in a trans relationship. It sounds. Mm. Is this? Mm, it's. I don't know. I never really thought about it. It sounds like it would be something to explore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how far. I would be comfortable going. Would you carry? Okay, you know, trans women are able to carry. But I think we had this conversation. Mia was saying she could carry, but if you can carry, why you can't just let it suck on your nipple? <laughs> okay, so we had this conversation, and when I said that, you know, we, like, I, y'all know me. I play with ideas. I play with the idea. Like, because you were talking about with, um, you, we were talking about, you know, the, the changes that would happen to your body and you were just over that. And I was just like, well, shit, if they have the surgery, I'll do it. And I'll just, you know, go through the pregnancy, blah, blah, blah. You know, have the binary rules and all the things. But then when I think about it, like, okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm a logical person. Like, not being ASAP, I feel like 
Maybe some ribs get cracked or some just something weird. But, or oh, what about the baby's health? Like, what if there's something that's specific to AFAB bodies that helps the baby grow? And just I don't know. I just I think about things like that deeper. If that makes sense. okay. There's a lot of weird stuff can go on. Stuff <laughs> 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 can go on. I mean, I've heard a lot of stuff. I just I don't know if. I'm going to violent, uh, voluntarily participate in some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, For I, me, I don't know. I just, I understand, but mine would be efficiency. Like, what am I doing this for? Like, it, like, like you said, if it was a situation where, you know, a, the, um, the person with the boobs had died, and I'm, I just, I don't know. I just... You would just give it formula. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. But <laughs> that just seemed, to me, that's one of, you know how some trans people do things that to alleviate that their dysphoria? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I feel like that would be one of them. And, and, but it's too far for me to do. Mm. Like some people, like, you, you're doing, like I had a girl, look, this ain't got nothing to do with this, but this is an example. Like I know a girl who don't come untucked at all until she Ooh, like used to face it. But don't come untucked at all. Mm. That's weird to me. <laughs> she, like, unless, unless she uses the restroom? Period. Like she'll get in the oh. shower, come out, like, and that's comforting to her. I don't, if that's her tea, that's cool, but that's not my level of dysphoria where I have to do mm. what I consider extreme things. Um, mm. I'm not, um, it's just certain things. I can't think of anything right now, but it's just, sir, I just, I wouldn't need for the baby to suck my titties. Now, if my, this is a thing, be, because you are bringing it up <laughs> to mm-hmm. Mia, if I had a trans guy that I was in that space with and we were doing it and he made the suggestion as far as like a bonding ritual, I can't say that I wouldn't go with the idea. It wouldn't be something that I needed. Mm. But if he asked me to do it to so we can like because he felt like we would I would bond better with the child, then I would like, okay, I can give it a try. But it wouldn't be something that I would need. I would be like I would be like, ooh, I wanna do that. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be something that I would need. It would be just something that I just would do because I'm like, okay, this is not a horrible idea, but it definitely can be discomfort discomforting. Like I'm not you no know, shaping on my nipples or stupid stuff like that. No, thank you. I'm not um But I also like if I'm not la- if I'm literally not lactating, like if I was lactating enough to feed a baby, then maybe that makes sense. But if I'm not, what am I doing this for? That's weird. <laughs> I can't, like, what am I just to have the baby stuck in my titties for what? No. That would be that's too that would be that that's too far for me. 
Um, <laughs> Got you. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Well, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, you know, we always bring the that hmm, I never thought about it into the conversation. So I just wanted to, you know, give people those facts and you could just, you know, do your research. You yeah. haven't thought about not that you uh, hmm, do I ask this. Um if y'all are thinking about having a child. You never thought about postponing until after the baby, your top surgery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was debating for a long time. Like, I was just like, um, I was just thinking, like, uh, maybe I should wait to get the surgery and, you know, have the baby first. But I don't know. Something just tells me I would be more comfortable to get it first. I don't know. That's just been something I've been debating for years. I ain't gonna lie. And it makes sense because you said that like having the baby would trigger like so much dysphoria and I, I completely understand why it would. So uh, with, you know, when most my, people have children. My breasts would get bigger. You know what I mean? Like they, my breasts would get really like much bigger, especially if I breastfed. So I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just felt like maybe I would be more comfortable if I had top surgery. But I also, you know, I just been debating it forever. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe I, I should be a little more selfless and think about all the benefits and the benefits of just waiting to get top surgery and breastfeed. I just been going back and forth for years. But now that the surgery is like accessible to me, I'm like, mm, I think I'm gonna just, you know, <laughs> be a little selfish. I don't know. Uh, Baby, I don't know. <laughs> like I always said, if you have a coin for your for your surgery, get your surgery because okay. I've had the coin for my FFS. I had twenty thousand dollars gone. I had the corn for my breast implants. I had the corn for so many surgeries, and I paid it. Baby, listen, you, you want me to I, I also feel like I would be more comfortable to go off of hormones. Because if I, like, because I've been wanting to experiment going off for a little bit, too, because I'm going to have to anyway if I want to have a baby. But I just feel like it would make me more comfortable because I know my breasts would get bigger and tender and, you know, when my period come back and it's just a lie. Oh, Lord. I just have a beard and be soft with titties and I feel like I'm reverting. It's just a lie. <laughs> I don't know. There I has just, been, I, like when I look at like some trans men that have um, been pregnant, they don't look like they change much in the face. They may get softer and rounder a tad bit, but it's not like a dramatic like change. What to me? The ones I be seeing be looking like studs when they pregnant. <gasps> mm. <laughs> Same. Um, cause I follow like this trans dad tag on Instagram and I've seen like 
Do, um, I think it's Transa, yeah. Um, and I've seen like um, guys pregnant, and they look, they still look real. I've seen some too, yeah. Like I know Caden is one. You know, he just looks like he's just overweight. Like he's just like he got a big belly, but he has that pregnant nose. That'd be but that's about it. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> I'm be quiet, but yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, they they back to the normal. Hey, your natal your natal hormones are strong. Yeah, when they get back to <laughs> when they get That's back. That's why to, I want my FFS before. Like I don't, because I'm gonna have to go off, and I'm not trying to turn into a break. That's how I hate when I say that because I feel like I I offend people when I say that. But because I actually had to block somebody the other day about her critiquing that being said, and we weren't talking about somebody, we weren't talking about anybody in particular, we were just using that in the hypothetical, and they were offended. I was like, Oh, and I tried in the beginning, I tried to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't really mean it like that, but then they started getting extra, and I was like, A bitch, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to listen. You ain't got to listen. But anyway, yeah, so I I see you. Some, you got to... Those are your language. That, that's... that's um, your version of what you think brick is when it comes to yourself. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. Everybody has their own idea. I don't care. You um, <laughs> said what, darling? I said, that hoe can suck my dick. I don't care. Because she was <laughs> just, disrespectful. <laughs> it, 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 I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you being nice, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this language is and I'm like, oh, okay, I apologize. That's not really how we meant it, but you know, I understand. Da, da, da. And then we go on about our business, then it's all good. But when you get disrespectful, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, what I mean, I know what you mean. You don't want to. Um, well, I, I just, I honestly, when I say bricks, um, uh, I'm not even talking about brick. <laughs> I'm talking about you saying you don't want to. Um, Get off your hormones and then get all masculine and shit. And right, that's that what I mean. Shit. Yeah, I think that's a sacrifice of. It's just like Z actually carrying. It's like that's the sacrifice of if y'all want to do it, and you know, in the body mm-hmm. that have y'all making. That, it but that's why mm-hmm. I said I want. He wants top surgery first. I want FFS. Mm. So it's like that's what really determines if you know you living by what you say when you say trans is beautiful because your biological <laughs> your biological ways is still deep down in there. Baby, <laughs> the, the, the way those thoughts be happening in public be making me want to twirl, and then like being around you and, be, and you being pregnant, I know I'm gonna be irritable and my hormones are off. I'm gonna probably be twirling. It's like I have to have somebody's off. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, dead name gonna come back. No, baby. No. <laughs> <And I'm a> <laughs> baby. <laughs> I wanted to say it so bad, but dead name gonna come back. 
<laughs> well, all right. I hope I wish y'all the best with me as Titty Sucky. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all the best. You know, I'm gonna have to bring my little, my little, my little god grandbaby some real milk. <laughs> We <laughs> gonna no. starve over there with them TST. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not gonna have with the TST. <laughs> with the baby, she's gonna starve, and my baby cannot starve. Play with y'all. What no. they got you over here eating? T.S. Milk? No. <laughs> That's what's going to be on top of the bottle. T.S. Milk. Too brand, girl. It took me two months to pump a full bottle. No, thank you. I'm calling CPS. They got my baby on here drinking T.S. Milk. Call the Christmas. Call the Republicans. Lock them up. Before I So, as you know, um, I am in connection with a lot of organizations that is helping trans people, particularly black trans people, in um these COVID-19 streets, like we created a um, COVID-19 fund at Black Trans Women's Inc., BTAG, we all um, created this fund to help Black trans people, trans women, and trans men, and we got like over like 700 um, um, inquiries, and, you know, we gave out like $8,000, and, you know, we, we really have really been trying to just do what we can to help the community. Um, we're getting more funding and we're helping it. It just continues. Other organizations like um, Transgender um, Cultural District, an organization in Chicago led by um, LaSia Wade. One thing that we keep fucking seeing and we are so annoyed by it. LaSia mentioned it first. Um, Arya mentioned it second. And then we've seen it in our organization, too. There are literally cisgender people applying for our COVID relief fund. Uh, are they pretending to be trans? Yes. What? Either pretending to be trans or they are putting, like, they don't want to discuss that. That's triggering. <laughs> wow. They're like playing this silly ass game. And so, you know, we have our ways to look people up. <laughs> and there literally is people who, I mean, like cis cat white dudes trying to, mm. apply, trying to apply for funding. That or black cis women, black cis gay men. Like, they have a connection to us because we it's not like we put a commercial out. We are sending it to, you know, to our community. And so yeah. you had to have some kind of connection to us. And so literally we see them. We're sitting, we're, we're literally seeing them apply 
for funds that are that we're trying to help our community and go to our um, the most marginalized community out here, one of the most marginalized community, and you know we're trying to help as many people use our funding to actually help our people, and so Aria she actually was the first one to start. In, in, in regards to national org, she was the first one to actually start giving out actual mini grants to people. And so she started, Lasaya Ways org did, we did too, because we, we were getting money for our, um, we were preparing for our, um, um, our conference, but we didn't have a conference. So we're taking our conference money and now we're just dispersing it out. So she was the first one. So we're showing people how you can help people, um, you know, in these kind of ways. And the fact that people are kind of um, just kind of misusing it. And we understand other people may need it. And that's kind of where we're at. A lot of us are like, well, we can't really, we don't have the capacity to police everybody. And you get to be like, oh, we need to do a transgender test. Let's see who's trans, who's really trans and start holding up these gates being real like crazy gatekeepers to see who's really trans and who's not and da, 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 da. we don't really want we want it to be like an honor system i know they have a particular honor system ours we ask a little bit more questions um and we don't mind going to look at people we've suspected is like not trans we go and look and see what what kind of connections you have to the community um on particular sites and you know, we go look, you know, look and see what's going on with you. And if we, it don't look like you one of the people, we're like. <laughs> I actually looked at all the questions and it's clear to me that y'all are looking for the most vulnerable. Like the questions are very detailed. Yeah. So it's like, even I know as a trans person, I'm one of the most privileged out of, based off the questions I'm seeing. So it's kind of like, that's fucked up. Like that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting, the fact that it's so many cis people trying to take advantage of the situation, but they don't open their drawers for us. It's always, we have this agenda, or we always, or we're doing too much, or, or when we want, we want equal rights and we want stuff for us, it's like our girl. But when we are handing out a coin, you want to pretend to be us. Or you can, or, or it's all trans all day long to, to steal a coin from us. That, way, that, that is wearing me out. And some of us have different responses to it. Like some of us, like I know um, Arya said that Janelle, one of her, um, her staff members, was really over it, like pissed off. She was the one going through. She was like, how dare you? And I felt, I felt a how dare you moment too, but also we all going through this COVID shit together. So there might be somebody that need it and just was like, shit, fuck it, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now think yeah. about it, we gonna keep it real gutter. I'm a hood bitch. Yeah. So I know I done play, I done play some systems. When I was when I was in need, maybe not pretending yeah. to be something I wasn't, but I I might have pretended. Well, shit, I might if I pretended that I had more in, less income than I actually did, you know, or some. I'm I'm <laughs> finagling some check stubs to get into a, a nicer apartment, or you know, whatever I needed to do. You see what I'm saying? I don't I don't play since I don't been in a situation where I, I needed and I played the system 
to get what I need. And so mm-hmm. I can't really be mad. You feel what I'm saying? Like it, like this, this is something that I have done before. So if somebody is playing, it, the, it's just strange being on, in a position where you are building the system that is getting played. we're building this structure to help people and then motherfuckers is trying to come play the system and i know i've i remember being in situations where um you know um i told my gay friends a girl go apply for this (laughs) and just say your friends to get back on you see what i'm saying like if they was giving out gift cards to fill out a survey you feel what I'm saying? Like if they was giving out a gift mm-hmm. card to fill out a survey, if they were giving out, you know, if just something like, girl, just they, how they gonna know you trans or not? Girl, boom, just go apply. So I can't, I can't say that I don't understand because I, or I ain't been in a situation where I'm trying to scheme or I, I encourage somebody else to scheme. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Just so I get it. So I can't be yeah. too mad because I remember I was broke. It don't matter. I don't give a fuck what, how, what, what you feel about it. If I can make this work, we're going to make it work so I can get this coin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can use some extra money in COVID. No, but I wasn't pretending to be a marginalized group. I wasn't yeah. pretending to be... Um, and this and the was, questions are detailed. Like, and this was a detailed. government... Usually when I'm finagling, it's about uh, apartment complex. It's about the welfare system. It's about you know, the government. It's about you. Get what I'm saying it's that. It ain't. I didn't go to small orgs. I didn't go to. You know what I'm saying. I didn't do that. So that's what made it feel kind of different. But I understand if this is what I'm trying. I'm trying to get some money because we out here struggling on these COVID streets. Do y'all get that? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. The girl. Fuck the girl. I don't understand that. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel the way I feel because there's so many of them who who display the hatred for trans people and the hatred for us. And they seek us out and they mean us so much harm. And and they laugh when we are are being murdered. And they laugh when we are being... And those be the same people that may be trying to take advantage of some help because they... Because the, the people who who are trying to hurt us are educating themselves about us to hurt us. Mm-hmm. So, and, but, and when I say that, like, they, like, there are people who, like, look for things, like, specifically to see if so, a, a woman is a trans woman, and they, they go to these links, they listen to these conversations about, it, it could be anything where, where uh, uh, somebody who is, uh, pro anti LGBT and a trans person having a conversation, they they pay attention to that and they rebuttal the same thing. I'm just saying that fuck the girls. This is for tra- this is specifically for trans people. Because when we when we be having marches, when we we out in front of courthouses, and when we need laws made, when the when the girls are out homeless and we don't know what to do, you girls don't give a fuck. Y'all turned us away. Fuck the girls. Yeah, so coming to... I feel so deeply about that. Now, do I have some empathy for people who, you know, may be going through stuff? Yes, of course, because we all go through stuff, but this is specifically for trans people. 
Just like they want things specifically for cis women and cis men when playing sports, bitch, this is for <laughs> trans people specifically. <laughs> well, yeah, stop. All right, we're particularly close right now because we're uh, trying to get some more funding, but um, to take care of the one the the inquiries that we have right now, and um, you know, you still will put the donate link in the bottom. Um, but yeah, let the, honey, we're trying to help folks. Let us help folks. <laughs> you go to the sis. Go to the church. <laughs> go to the, right. You know what I'm saying? Go to the church. They getting all y'all money to help. And they like they they you straight and sis and head. You, you sis. <laughs> you, you can go to them. You can go to them and get coins. We can't go to them. So they deny us. All right. Deny. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. Okay. I think that it's amazing that you guys are doing that. Like, just the fact that there are specific groups that are helping LBGT, especially specifically Black trans LBGT people. I just think that's amazing because most of the time we don't have help. We don't know where to get it from. And it's amazing that we can get it from the people that's within the community as well. There were two trans women that were killed in Puerto Rico, I think. Um, two trans women um, were found shot and burned out in their car. Um, two, two, I think it three people, yes, three people were arrested, 21-year-old Juan Carlos and then um, Jose Diaz. And <laughs> Wait, are that the suspect name? No, 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 no. These were the people arrested in connection to the murders. Oh, uh, okay. The, 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 um, yeah, that's the, 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 the people, the, I'm sorry, excuse me, the two trans women that were murdered, the first one was Serena, and the other, the other one is Pilez, I'm probably not saying that right, but. Um, oh, I thought that was their dead names, I was about to say. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But yeah, um, the, the reason why they said they killed them was mo motivated by, um, by se sexual orientation of the victim. So basically because they were trans. And actually, it, there's a death, the 10th death in the United States just happened in Missouri. Um, her name is Nina Pion. Damn, murdered in the COVID streets. We can't even, honey, we in the middle of a stay home and we getting murdered. <laughs> in the cross together. And then, and then the trans man. Yes, yeah. him and then Kevin, uh, Kevin Bacon. But I think they just misgendered her. Wait, no, 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 that's not her name. Yeah, Kevin Bacon is the trans man. Yes. And the other one is Julie Berman. <laughs> he named this after a movie. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait. That's funny. Oh. Oh. And the, the, the third one was Julie Berman. She was a, Torant, a Toronto-based trans activist. Mm. And she was 51. Wow. Damn. 
I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to avoid talking about this during COVID, but, you know. I'm, They're getting across together. It's just like, I, I, like, not even just trans people, man, black people in general, like, the way that they're, the police are disproportionately antagonizing black people versus white people over this social distancing shit is crazy. Yeah, definitely. I've, have you seen the videos of them harassing people um, in Brooklyn, in the Bronx? I mean, in the oh. Bronx, and but they ain't saying shit to the motherfucking Hasidic Jews who still got they down kids going to school. <laughs> they actually out there handing them motherfuckers masks. Like, bitch, you're doing, you're okay. Here's a mask for you today. And but there was recently, us. like, you said what? But they're arresting us. They're arresting our people. out there rioting a motherfucking pandemic. Who riots? And then you're arresting them, putting them in jails with other motherfuckers who, and they already saying the numbers in jails and prisons as far as COVID cases is high as fuck. So you literally putting them at risk by putting them in these jails with other people. I've seen them on lives and stuff. Yeah. Like uh, the the men in prison. I've seen them on like Beagle and just like on Instagram live and, you know, just talking about what's going on. I'm like, damn, if they wouldn't able to sneak these phones through here, Nobody would know. They just like that. Go in the body bodies in in the um, play area or wherever they be outside. They just throw them up and line them up in the side of town. Like mm. inside of a tent in prison. That's crazy. right in the right in the yard where you can see it. That it's great. Mm. What what else was I going to talk about? Oh, so. I don't know if y'all noticed, but it seems like a lot of people are really aggressive lately. <laughs> and people have been like rich, just extra for no reason. Like I was just talking to my manager and she was saying how a lady had confronted her and told her that she was supposed to have her mask on. <laughs> and then um, then there was a black well, she said she had accidentally forgot it, but still, you're not supposed to be, you're not the police, you're not supposed to be uh, telling people they ain't got masks on and they ain't throw The way she did it was like extra. She followed her around the store and she kept... Oh, no. They're going to be like the motherfuckers in Detroit, them three black people, <laughs> those two dudes and that one girl who shot that security officer because he oh, was yeah. telling them to put on their mask or something. And they was like, that nigga disrespected, mm-hmm. so they shot his motherfucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> and killed him, I not just it. got him, killed him. Damn. They, they caught him and they in jail now, but the motherfuckers ain't out here playing about this shit. <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't mean to bring down our energy, but like I think this still is important thing. And the reason why I was bringing that up was because it's, it's, it's scientifically proven that, you know, when um, you're isolated, um, there's just certain things that happen to the brain when you're um, isolated from people. Yes. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, the thing about it is, look, 
some people are more serious about this shit than others. And if I ask you to back up, back up. <laughs> if I ask you to give me that six feet, give me that six feet, please. If I'm in a line at the grocery store and the whole grocery store has had the courtesy of putting a little sign on the on the floor that says, please stand right here and wait for the uh, next customer. Stand right there. Don't have, don't be right behind me. <laughs> Keep your ass the distance if they say distance and let us be straight. And I remember my, uh, my office, my office of my apartment complex, they don't let you come into the office without a mask on. You have to. They don't even let you come into the office at all at our apartments. Our apartments let you come in, but there's this little thing that they put on the ground where you can't come to the desk, but you can come into the office. But but it was, you can come into the office, just stand right there. But now you have to have your mask on to even come in. And so when I went to go get my packages, they were like, sweetie, the city ordinance requires everybody to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. They're taking that shit serious. I was just at the beauty store and they they had a sign on the door that said, "Have on your yes." I was at the beauty store. They said a sign on the, the uh, door said, "You cannot come in if, unless you have unless you have on a mask." And everybody that was going in had on mask, and the two girls didn't have one. And they sent them right back out. <laughs> it's mandatory. It's mandatory in Harris County that you have a mask. Yeah. So. Ugh, okay. I don't know. I just, I just think people are, um, you know, people are scared, and some people are taking it more serious than others. Some people are lacking, and you know, I understand it. Like it's like, yo, like you got to respect boundaries and respect people's health. And if you're not respecting those boundaries, sometimes some people are gonna click off on you. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but shit, that's what's gonna happen. Listen, I understand how people are like that because I'm kind of like that, but to a degree. So I don't be trying to get into it with nobody. I'm just, you know, going about my business, minding my business. Y'all irritated. I'm the wrong person to try because, like, I'm not saying I just beat up everything. I just, my temper is not set up too well. Mm. I've been working on it, though. But it's it's not set up right. All right, I think we did a show. <laughs> yeah. Stay self, stay safe out there, and um, make sure that y'all are wearing your mask. And if your if your governor and state has reopened, don't listen to them. Stay isolated unless you have to go to work. But stay in the house if you can. If you're privileged enough to stay in the house. Um, yeah, because based on science, it's always an uptick. When they open the state back up, when they stop uh, social distancing, it's always a little uptick. So we don't want mm-hmm. that uptick to be crazy. So anyway, thank you. Oh, we were supposed to do a, um, a live thing on um, Saturday. We didn't do it. Oh, shit. Saturday. We could do it next Saturday. I didn't know. We didn't plan for it, so I wasn't sure if we was going to do it again. Yeah, we said we was going to do it. Okay. Well, we could do it this Saturday. Yeah. All right. Well, at what time, though? It's always at 2.30. Oh, okay. 
Oh, well, 10, yeah, 10 o'clock or whatever you said, whatever you get off work at 10, right? Yeah. I get off at um, 9 o'clock, but like I'll be finished wrapping everything up by 10. Gotcha. All right, well, we'll see y'all next week. Alrighty. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be.